Welcome to the Honor It All podcast. I'm Honor Garrett, your host, and we're here to honor all that is good in the world. Each podcast, I interview top professionals around the globe who are making a difference, impacting lives and creating positive change. Today, we have Dr. Steve Sabo, a practicing board-certified ER doctor for 27 years in New York. Steve lives in New Jersey with his wife, Gladys, of 24 years and two beautiful daughters. He has a newfound passion to keep people healthier through teaching about good health, nutrition, and supplementation, so they don't have to come see him as a patient in the ER. I'm so excited because Steve is going to share his wisdom based on all his years experience. Welcome, Steve. So glad you could be here today. Thank you, Honor. It was a pleasure meeting you. I think it was last week and excited to be here today and, and, and answer questions for your audience. Great. Well, well, before we even dive into health, tell us a little bit more about yourself and why did you decide to become a doctor? So my father, he's a retired thoracic surgeon. And I remember years ago growing up and, and, and he was doing his residency at uh, Kings County Hospital in Brooklyn. And I remember him coming home in the white coat and just looking up to him. And, and, and I think a lot of people look up to their parents or their fathers or mothers or what have you. And, you know, just the more I learned about that, being a doctor, the more I knew that that, that was my, my calling. That was my life's calling and my passion. And, you know, here I am today, many years later, I guess you'd say some obstacles. Life, life is not, uh, for most people, it's not a straight path. And, uh, you know, I, I went to college. I, I actually, you don't know this. I didn't get into an American medical school. I oh, wow. applied, talk about persistence. I, I applied to 37 American schools. Wow. That's Zero amazing. Yeah. Know, that's, that's amazing how hard and difficult it can be to get in. And there's so many gifted people that could be serving. And I went to medical school in France for three years. Did oh. I know French? Well, I took French from the fourth grade to 12th grade, but mind you, it was more of a written type of thing uh, rather than really learning the, the, the language. Um, but uh, first two years was in the classroom. The third year was actually in the hospitals there. And, um, and I did it and I transferred to Chicago Medical School. I finished over there. And I did residencies in internal emergency medicine in New York City, a place that that I always wanted to move to. And after I finished that second residency, it's 27 years ago. And wow. fulfilling that, that, that dream. I guess if there, I always like tell my kids, my daughters are 20 and 20, I'm sorry, 21 as of two weeks ago, 21 and 24. And I tell them there's always a lesson to be learned and you know, find what, what your dream is, what your passion is and go for it. And don't let anything stop you. I didn't let those 37 rejections stop me. You know, actually, another interesting story. I, I the, the 37 was 37 rejections from 36 schools. Now, think about that for a minute. Oh, wow. You got rejected twice. <laughs> from the same school. So I got 36 rejections and I wrote a letter back to this school in Philadelphia. And I said, look, I was born at your hospital. My father went to medical school at your medical school, I think you should reconsider my application. 
And it was the shortest letter that I ever got. Uh, you know, dear Mr. Sabo, we have reviewed your application and as our result as of whatever the date was stands. So that's how you get rejected from 37, 36 schools, but get rejected from one of them twice. And like I said, don't let anything stop you. Whatever your dream is, go for it. Well, what a great example you you show to everyone and your and your family and your daughters. Um, what was it like in medical school in France? Did you have to do everything in um, French? Did you have to know that completely? For the most part, um, those two years, those first two years, of course, the third year in the hospital, it, it was, you know, from the moment you got there, you had to speak French all day long. And the first two years, it was mostly, it was a special program in a French medical school. And so there were a bunch of Americans. And when we got together, we spoke English. Uh, in the classrooms, pretty much all French, except a couple of visiting American professors that taught us uh, anatomy, I think it was. Uh, yeah, anatomy lab. And so that was in English, but mostly in French. And we were allowed English, French dictionaries for the tests. But if you use that dictionary, it took time off your exam, you know, your exam. Right. So it, it, it was quite an experience. Uh, you know, my other option would have been to go to school in the Caribbean, and I would have succeeded if I, if I did that. Uh, but this school has been around over 100 years, um, and so I, I chose to go that route. Well, we're so thankful you decided to be have some perseverance because you wouldn't even be a doctor today. I wonder what you might've done, but um, we're glad you're a doctor. <laughs> um, so I've spoken to a lot of doctors over the years, and especially now that I've gotten into health coaching and life coaching. And so many of them tell me, we went to medical school and we only learned about the body, the illness, the condition, and what drug to administer to help with those symptoms or, and, and they learn nothing about nutrition. Is, is that true? Well, I can't speak for nowadays, but when I went to medical school in the 1980s, yeah, in the 1980s and I graduated, yeah, in 1989, when I went to medical school, there were no classes in nutrition, either in France or in the United States. So it's just something that, that, I, that I've developed a passion for, that I've learned, and that, that, that I take seriously, and I believe can really help people. So you decided to take a more preventative and proactive approach um, to help others. Um, how and why did you make that, that switch? So it, it wasn't a specific event or anything. I just saw a lot of people see a lot of people in the in the in the ER that I, I really believe have conditions that that could have been prevented or, or at least lessened by just them taking more control of their own health, whether that's eating better, whether that's using supplementation, whether that's exercise. And look, we can't help everybody and, and you can't help people that that don't want to be helped certainly. But I know that there's a large chunk of people out there who believes in holistic approach to, to, to the body and to health. And, and I really do believe that a lot of conditions can, can be prevented 
And I'll also say that a lot of conditions can be helped with holistic type of treatments, as opposed to the, you know, addicting medications like the opiates and, and, and the benzodiazepines, which are the sleep medications that are very addicting to people. And, and I, I went to a medical conference a couple of years ago, and I was, I, I was shocked to learn that, you know, somebody spoke on, on uh, opiate addiction and said that, you know, doctors, did you know that if you prescribe just one prescription or one pill of an opiate to somebody, that they can get addicted to that? And, that, and, and they said, think about all the prescriptions that you've written for opiates in, in your life as a doctor and, you know, realize that, and I don't know what the percentage was of those people may have been when you prescribed at their first dose and, and they may have gotten addicted from that. And listen, sometimes you don't know as doctor, you know, certainly don't know who's going to get addicted, but you want to help people with pain and you're restricted with certain medications. <coughs> you want to take them out of their pain from their kidney stone. And I've had that pain from their collapsed lung. And I've had that too with the chest tube. They're very painful conditions. And so we have opiates for that. I do try to limit that, but you know, these holistic uh, medications like CBD and like curcumin and turmeric, these type of medications can help some of these people and, and, and avoid some of these addicting medications. And, and it's really exciting to be able to help people like that. Well, it's really about education and we just keep learning more and more. And, and the truth is you can't really go off of what we knew five years ago or 10 years ago, um, the technology and the ability to learn more about the body is just exponentially growing. And I know you're involved and on the board of, uh, is it nutraceutical company or something you want to, would you like to tell us about that and how you got involved? Sure. Uh, it's a company um, that specializes in nutritional product. Nutraceuticals are high quality nutritional products and skincare. And what makes our products different, and everybody says mine is different because of whatever, well, we're, they're all high quality products, everybody's company. But the delivery system is really a problem with nutritional and nutraceutical product, products. And that saying that's out there, all you get from vitamins is expensive urine. And it's really true if you think about it because you swallow these pills or nutritional products and you pee it out because they don't get absorbed. So we've overcome that in our company by liposomes. Liposomes are fatty bubbles that, that surround the nutrient so that when you swallow the product, it doesn't get broken down by the harsh digestive juices in the stomach and makes its way to the intestine and gets better absorbed in the intestine. And liposomes work, they increase absorption to 85%, been around for many years with cancer medications and antivirals. And when our company started a few years ago, we were one of the first nutritional product companies to use that. Are we the only one? No, we're not the only one. Um, but I, I, I do believe in the products. I take most of the products. And uh, shortly after the company was founded, when I, I joined, I became a member of the Viseo Scientific Advisory Board, which means that I get to teach the brand partners as well as guests about products, about nutrition. We're now talking about just good health in general on various topics to 
to the people in the company. And what also is exciting is that I get to help design new products and redesign some of the products that are out there. And, and that's pretty, like I said, that, that's exciting as well. That, that really is exciting. It's like you're on the cutting edge and being able to, to help really just improve, a pro, improve on a product. Um, and, you know, so often people will create a product and just leave it alone. And I think today we're realizing we keep learning more. There's better delivery systems. There's better combinations to make things synergetically, um, you know, have better absorption and get better results. Sometimes when you have multiple things together, um, I, that's, that's exciting. And, and I'm glad that um, if anyone wants to know more about that um, with Steve, please reach out to him. And so I, just on a fun note, Steve, I know I enjoyed talking to you the other day and we both love sports. Um, I myself being a former sports reporter and married to a football coach, um, I love to talk sports. So tell me, Steve, I, you mentioned it the other day. So tell the audience, who do you follow? Who, what's your passion? All right, I'm going to tilt the screen a little and I think I may have showed this to you. It's all the way up at the top there. So hint, hint, that's a 1969 autographed New York Knicks basketball on the top shelf next to a 1969-70 New York Jets autographed helmet. And for those of you who don't know, the, the, those two teams, my football and, and, and basketball teams, won the championships that year, as did my other favorite team, the New York Mets. And why don't I have the autographed Mets baseball sitting up there? because that was a lot more money than the two things that I had up here. And so I don't have that, but I'm very passionate about uh, all those three teams. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 I got to tell you, I love what the Knicks are doing. They were predicted to be one of the worst teams in the league again. And I should also say that I had sport season tickets to all of these teams until recently. Um, just time to move on. But, the epitome of, of the Knicks team back in the 90s was defense, playing gritty, not the most talented team, but would get the most, give 110%, which has been my motto. And I teach that to my, and by the way, I, I my wedding to Gladys, we introduced the wedding party to the Madison Square Garden theme song. And oh, I love please it. Please <laughs> welcome your New York Knicks. And the people in the wedding party didn't know this. And I introduced them as each of them as one of the Knicks players of that time. And they had the lights going like they did in Madison Square Garden. So I'm really Beautiful. a sports <laughs> fan here. And the Knicks at that time were gritty. And right now they're predicted to be one of the worst teams and they're giving 110%. And the sum is greater than the individual parts really applies. You know, give it your all and you will succeed. And, and that's my motto. Yeah. Well, you know, my husband would say this all the time. He's learned the best life lessons in sports. And a lot of times people who don't play sports, I can see where they don't, they may not see the value, but just the camaraderie, the learning to work as a team, being better together, um, really just seeing people come together for even small groups during COVID 
just to bring some kind of just relief, some relaxation, some camaraderie. Um, it was so nice to see people come back. My husband had a spring season and they only played three games because they kept having to postpone and things like that for, for COVID reasons. But the three games they played gave those kids who played just so much life and so much hope. And yes, you know, there was something to look forward to. And um, I think honestly, sports has really helped the mental health of the country <laughs> right now, having been locked up. And, and, you know, think about two things. First of all, the college seniors who at least they got three games in before their career as a college student is, is over. And, um, oh, I gave you something. What did you say about COVID, the, the last day? Something well, just mental health. It's helps mental health issues because it just gives sports. Sports in general. So what I would say to that is, you know, think back to all the disasters or, or, or horrible things that have happened in our lifetime. We always had, until COVID, it seems to me, we always had sports to just like forget about the bad things of the day, whether it's a, a bombing or a, or, or a war or what have you. There's always sports. At, maybe I went on a little break for a few days, but not for a year or whatever this has been. And, and to not have that, not being able to go out and, and just, yeah, people's mental health absolutely were affected and, and are still being affected. I can yeah. tell you. It, it, it's going to have an effect for years to come, on generations to come. However, that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for, to help people be coaches, educate them on a good lifestyle, good eating habits, good sleeping habits. At least that's going to help you know, promote good mental health and, and things like that. So, um, yeah. Um, if people want to find you, Dr. Steve, how might they contact you? What's the best way to get in touch with you if they want to learn more about what you do and about, um, the company that you represent? So I'm on, um, of course, Instagram. I mean, we, we connected on clubhouse, uh, and so Instagram as well, it's Dr. Steve. Sabo, S-T-E-V-E-S-A-B-O. Uh, I'm on um, LinkedIn under Stephen Sabo, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Sabo. So okay, perfect. And so, so the audience knows I will post all of <coughs> Dr. Steve's uh, information in the comments. There'll be ways to find him. Um, I'll post it on Facebook, YouTube, and the podcast when it comes out. So you won't have any trouble finding him. Oh, and my, web, my website. Sorry. Yeah, go. Tell me, what's the website? Yeah, if you go to my website, achieve with Dr. Steve, no dot, drsteve.com. Um, soon you will find my videos. I need my uh, my video guide to upload them. But that's my uh, website for the last few months. And on the first page of the website is my immune boosting grocery list which is a free ebook and it'll teach you about the healthy foods to eat to boost your immune system. Perfect. That's great. Well, I'll put that in the comments as well. So everybody get that free ebook. It's going to help you. 
And Dr. Steve, is there one piece of encouragement or advice that you would share with someone right now, maybe struggling with their health or in life? And what, what would you offer them? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my whiteboard, which is behind me right now. And, and it's on the same, I've got a couple quotes up there and, and I'm kind of a quote guy. Uh, you know, talking before about following your passion and, and, and don't let anything stop you. Here's a quote from my best friend's mother and, and she passed a few years ago and, and it's my mother's best friend and my best friend's mother and, and an Irish woman who always used to say, better a broken bone than a broken spirit. Oh, that's beautiful. An Irish woman from, from Ireland. And, you know, what, when, my, when I was, you know, playing as a kid in, in Brooklyn and uh, my mother and her friend and me and my best friend were playing and, um, you know, his mother, he want, you know, either of us wanted to do something where you'd ask, you know, the mothers and Mari is her name would, would say yes. And, and my mother said, ah, I don't know. And Mari would say better a broken bone than a broken spirit. And I want you all to remember that. that okay? I love that. Dream, go for it. Go for it. Okay, I might have to use that quote if I if I post that. Who do I give credit to? You or Mari? Her name Mari. is M A R I. <laughs> okay, that's great. Well, um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience? Um, it's been so nice just having this chat with you and getting to know you a little bit better. And I hope I know our audience took a lot from it. But is there any last remarks you'd like to say? You know. There is, and I'll conclude with this. Um, for those of you out there who haven't made any changes to your health, either exercise or nutrition, supplementation, what have you, what I would advise you to do is do something, okay? And something is better than nothing, whether that's cutting out sugar, whether that's cutting out gluten, whether that's just cutting down on the sweets, it's better than nothing. Whether, you know, you eat blueberries, that's on my grocery list, because it's, it's healthy for you, and stop eating a little on the, the cookies, it's better for you. So anything in, 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 in moderation is certainly better than, than what you may be doing right now. And right. it's never too late to start. I always say it's never too late and you're never too old. Um, and honestly, when I look at a, cause people get overwhelmed with, I need to just totally change my lifestyle. And I just encourage people like you just did just one thing. Uh, I would challenge one a month and yeah, and even one a month. <laughs> just so an interview uh, with, um, um, at my, my, my lead. And, uh, he was interviewing Jesse Itzler. I don't know him. He's a, he's an entrepreneur. And, and, and he said, if you do one and, and, and your idea is fine too, if you can do it, but it's too overwhelming to, to do this and do the hydration and do all these things at the same time. He said, try to do one new one a month. And if you end up with a couple new habits a year, you're better than you were before. That's absolutely like I, I, true. Here's the, 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 the water bottle thing. All right, first it starts with carrying a water bottle around, right? But then you have to drink it, right? So I, <laughs> yeah. I, I talked to a, a, a nutrition coach on, on my team and she's like, you can't just carry it around. What good is that? 
especially if it just sits right here on the desk. So we got to get you drinking it. So she said, when I'm in the ER, for example, every time I, I have to go to the bathroom, I need to think the water bottle is in my locker because with COVID, who wants food and drink out at the nurse's bathroom? Right. So I pass it, start before you go to the bathroom, drink the water, go to the bathroom, and then so on. And the one other thing that I, I've done with the water is put this bottle at the bedside when I wake up in the morning, drink most of the bottle of water. Mm -hmm. So then I go downstairs and I'm already nicely hydrated. Well, and hydration is so important to even be able to, for your body to, and function properly. So that's, that's true. And I actually do like the one a month because it takes at least 31 days or something to sustain and really create a new habit. So the year thing is probably less overwhelming and probably more likely to be lasting. So Great, great, great advice. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for being here. I, I really appreciate it. And I look forward to getting to know you better. And I'm so excited for the audience to know you a little better as well. And everybody go look up Dr. Steve Sabo. He knows so much about nutrition and he's been in the industry and been a doctor for 27 years. So um, he's the guy to ask. So thank you again, Steve. And yes. Get one more thing, Clubhouse. Oh, uh, for those of you on Clubhouse, connect with me, Dr. Steve Sabo. I do um, rooms 11 a.m. Mondays Eastern and 12 p.m. on Saturdays. It's in my, my bio on Clubhouse. So if you're on that, let's connect. Oh, perfect. Yes, Clubhouse is amazing. And if you don't know what Clubhouse is and you want an invitation, direct message me. I have a few invitations I can give out. <laughs> so I'm happy to um, invite those who don't know what um, Clubhouse is. It's an amazing platform. So to meet and, and really, um, really collaborate with like-minded people in your industry. So, well, thank you so much, Steve. I'm so glad you were able to make it today. And I look forward to just keeping this relationship going. All right, you have a wonderful day and we will...